0: This is Kyle Yuschek, and you're
1: listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, takes the right into the 20. He He's in the 30, needs the flank, he comes. Swings down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon.
2: Young, back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs. Gets away again. Goes to the 40. Gets away again. To the 35. Cuts back at the 30. To the 20. The 50.
1: Alex takes the snap, Alex looking down in post, and it's has got touchdown, touchdown 49
2: <laughs> for the second down, Lions takes the snap, throws the to the left side, it's Russell, intercepted, the 49ers pick
1: it, and Navarro
2: Bowman, is redemption, Navarro Bowman running it all the way,
0: for a touchdown, no greater redemption, San Francisco 49ers, click click boom
3: what's going on Faithfuls? nothing but niner's crew is back man guys i can't wait to have this conversation with you guys let me try to get my mic get my camera angle i don't know it feels a little weird today man something don't seem right like it's, it's like kind of like i don't know what's going is it is it my table maybe i don't know what's going on man i'm sorry guys everything feels a little off man i, I don't know what's going on but guys we are back we here man shout out to everybody in the chat listen man troy You're starting to show off right, man. I'm already missing the Niners, bro. Like, the season just ended. Our season ended a couple weeks ago, man. We three weeks into this thing, man. We're three weeks into our morning. Uh, You see a Super Bowl with two teams that we beat in the regular season, and you're sitting here like, man, damn, bro. Like, that could and should be us. Like, we deserve to be out there instead of them. And if it was them against us, we probably could have beat them, right? I mean, you know, you sit back and you watch the Super Bowl, and if the truth comes out, if you guys admit the truth. Now, I know some people don't want to do that. But if you admit the truth, right, those guys, I'm talking about the Bengals, they looked a lot like the Niners, right? Jump out, got a little bit of back and forth, you get the lead, and all of a sudden, at the very end of the game, nothing goes your way. You just stop scoring. You stop scoring. There is no more scoring involved. In their game plan. It's just like, nah, now nah, we're done. We did it. And it's just punt after punt after punt after punt. Now, I know a lot of people have uh some things to say about the officiating. You know, I want to I make it clear. I'm with you guys on the officiating complaints. But I also like the officiating. So if you guys want my opinion on it, I'll give it to you a little bit later. But right now, man, we got to start the show, man. We got to start the show. And You guys know how we start every show. Again, shout out to everybody in the chat. I'm going to be interacting with you guys a little bit tonight. I'm going to try to bring you guys at least an hour, but we'll see how it goes, okay? I got to be able to smoke and drink and sit back and relax. Cause I, that's what I do when I talk to my people, man. I, I, I sincerely enjoy talking to you guys. And so that's what I'm going to try to do on tonight's episode, okay? I'm looking a little chunky in the cheeks. Did I, do I look like I gained some weight since the last time we spoke? I don't know. Anyway, guys, if this is your first time here on the YouTube page, do me a solid, man. Subscribe. Please, please, please subscribe if this is your first time here on the YouTube page. I'm I'm assuming you enjoy the show because you're not going to click the subscribe button if you didn't enjoy the show. And if that's the case, you got to give us a thumbs up. You got to hit the like button and you got to go out there and turn on those notifications because when we bring you guys and prompt you shows, you're going to want to know. I'm telling you, you're going to want to know. All right. So I I made this showroom like what, two hours ago or something like that. So everybody had a nice heads up that we were going to be going live tonight. You know what I'm saying? But shout outs to everybody that's in here. All right. I see the number still climbing. So this is why we go through the formalities. Right. So a lot of times people say, "What, what, "What? why do you guys do the formalities every single show? Why so many formalities? Well, when you first hit start, you got 20 people in here. And then by the time you get through the formalities, you're up to 200 people. You know what I mean? So you got to let the you gotta let it climb. You got to let it climb, all right? We have some social media platforms. We want you guys to give us a follow-on. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but 9ERS. That is the number 9, nothing but 9ERS. All right, and then you have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. We live on Instagram right now. We're live on Twitch right now. We're supposed to be live on uh, Twitter. But for some reason, the nothing but Niners Twitter handle they blocking it. They hating on it, man. Why do why, why do I keep getting blocked for my own stuff? I don't understand what's happening, but it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. I'm not gonna argue about it. Uh, we got this email from the Streamyard team saying, "Hey, man, it looks like uh, looks like you guys weren't able to access your your Twitter stuff, and we apologize. That was an internal issue, but those issues have been worked out." And then I come and I hit start on the show, and it tells me, "Sorry, error message. Nothing but niners can't go live on YouTube. I mean, on uh." Twitter right now, I'm like, well, okay, fine. So I, I'm going live on mine. I don't like doing that, but it's out there. I don't, I don't care. Um, and then, guys, certainly last but not least, we have not, uh, nothing but Niners email. N B nine E R S. That N B nine is for nothing but nine and then ers nb9ers and nothing but niners.com send us emails with questions comments concerns um reviews of the show whatever whatever it is topics that you want us to discuss all right stuff that you want us to look into we got we got free agency coming up we got draft period coming up we got to talk about the niners free agencies if there's anything that you guys want us to talk about right sometimes i want to hear the same message from somebody else because that person tells it a little bit different you know what i mean you go out there I don't care what kind of podcast. I don't care if you listen to a uh, self-help podcast. I don't care if you are a chef and you watch different uh, cooking shows and things like that. Right. Recipes aren't going to vary a lot. Uh, self-help advice isn't going to vary a lot. However, the person in their delivery may strike a chord with you. OK. And so maybe you guys heard. Eric Crocker, the guys over at Locked On 49ers, or maybe you guys heard uh, Zach and my guys over at 49ers Hive, Zach and Matt, and, you know, maybe you heard them discussing something. You say, you know what? I really want to know what Mike, Nick, Tony, and Wayne would have to say about that. Choose an email. Let us know. As soon as you do, we'll bring it up. We will bring it up, okay? If we tell you, hey, man, we're not discussing that. Get out of here. We'll let you We'll let you know that too, okay? Um. All right. That's it for the formalities, guys. I think it's officially showtime. I think it's officially showtime. Now let me go back to these. I see I missed a contribution already. No disrespect. You guys know I'm gonna get to you, man. I know cali I'm interrupting the verses. My bad, bro. Hey, look, my my family, we celebrated our uh our version of Valentine's. We call it our All right, and it's when we don't go out when everybody else goes out. We don't do what we everybody did yesterday, right? So I gave my babies their gifts and everything, and we go out tonight and we're in the mall. We're getting to dinner. We got the ice cream. I mean, we just having our night. I'm sitting here like, man, yo, music soul child. Huh? Huh? If you know, you know. Okay? But Anthony Hamilton is a G. And I think Anthony Hamilton going to win this one, man. I don't know. I'm not watching it. I can't watch it because I'm here. But, you know, we got to do what we got to do, bro. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, Cali. Master Chef with the first contribution of the night. My dude, man. My dude. All right, man. He said, what's good, Mike? I hate that rig Super Bowl. The real champs should have been there. 49ers. Listen, bro. I wanted us to be there. I did. I really, really, really want the Niners to be there, but we couldn't score the ball, man. We couldn't get in there. We couldn't get in there, bro. It just, it just wouldn't happen, man. You know, um, I was watching, you know, and I was like, man, we, we could, we could, we could do something against this team, man. The run defenses were very similar to ours, man. I tell you what, man, the, the, the Bengals' run defense was probably the most impressive run de- defense I saw all postseason. That includes ours. In that game in particular, I don't know ratings. I don't know numbers. I don't know any of that stuff. But what I do know is they gave the Rams a run for their freaking money. They they really, really did. Um, hopefully, my mic doesn't turn off. If it does, I will be back. I mean, my, not my mic, my camera. Um, the camera app that I use is doing some really weird stuff. So... Uh, I apologize in advance if it happens. Hopefully the audio continues and I'll work with you guys, okay? I'll work with you guys, all right? Um, my man, all right? 49ers and Knicks for life. Smoking some hookah with you tonight. Hey. Not bad for my first pool, right? Yeah, man, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's better... When I got the guys on, because then I can go on mute and I can take a couple of pulls and really enjoy it. But, you know, when it's just me, you guys are going to have to just, you know, I try not not to do it too much. All right. So, listen, man. I got a couple of things I need to talk to you guys about tonight, man. I I really, really do. Uh, I see Jason saying, where's Tony and Nick? I don't know. I don't know know what the guys are up to tonight. Um, Every, uh uh-oh. Uh-oh, app's doing something crazy. I'm going to try to close it cuz it's scaring me, man. I don't I don't know why what it's doing. Um I put my message in the room. I asked the fellas, you know, guys, it's show, it's, it's show day.
0: What time works best for everybody? Can you guys all right. So you guys should be able to hear me.
3: See, it's doing some weird shit to my camera. Hold on. I think we back. All right, guys. Let me get some thumbs up out there. Can you guys see me and hear me? It's doing this shit. I told y'all this app is doing something crazy. All right. All right. So, you know, um, I wanna talk I want to talk about the uh the rigged <laughs> Ben. All right, Ben, I see you playing with me, man. Um I I wanna talk about the rigged Super Bowl, man. You know, I liked the officiating. You know, all the way up until the very end of the game, it was one flag thrown, and that flag was not thrown against a player. It was not an active player. It was not thrown against an active coach. It wasn't thrown against a member of the staff. It was it was a young man on the sidelines, not even in a jersey, out celebrating in the end zone. That was the only flag thrown all game and had nothing to do with the players, had nothing to do with the officiating, right? So I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? like. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like, if they're gonna let them play, let them play. Now, that touchdown, straight out of halftime, 75 yards, blatant face mask, no call. I ain't agree with that, but they were letting them play all night long, right? Like it, you got you can't be mad at that. You can't be mad at that. But then comes the last drive. Then come well, then, like the NFL was like, all right, guys, the whole world just saw us miss this very obvious face match penalty we can't allow
0: that to happen and this is what i think happened i think the nfl said hey we owe the Rams seven it's what i think happened
3: it's what i think happened all right i saw people talking about the uh aaron Donald was offsides and all that watch the play he lined up offsides he got back he, he, he said himself again he was not offsides when they snapped the ball um but you know Listen, man, I really think it was a makeup penalty or a set of penalties, um, you know, but it, it, it got ugly. It got really, really, really bad down there. Uh, I didn't like the calls and for them to have let the guys play the way that they did all game and then start making calls like that at the end felt like, hey, these are makeup calls for that 75 yarder that we allowed to go over. That's a play that's automatically reviewed, right? And I think, let me, let me, let me say this about the plays that are automatically reviewed. I don't think that they check the whole play. I think they make sure the guy didn't step out of bounds and the ball crossed the plane. I don't think they go back to say, hey, he held on that play or he pushed off on that play or he face mask or whatever. I don't think that's what they look for. Was he inbounds and did the ball cross the plane? because there's no way you don't
0: see that face map. There's nothing else to watch. It was two players, 50 yards down the field, the ball going that direction,
3: that ref had nothing else to look at but them. And for whatever reason, it wasn't called. It should have been called. And that would have changed the dynamic of the game a little bit. I'm not saying that the outcome would have been the outcome, but if you think about that, that was play one of the second half. Boom. Touchdown. Play two not counting the kickoffs, again, play two of the second half was an interception that led to three points. Other than that, the Bengals didn't do anything. The Bengals didn't do anything. The Rams' defense had a way of stepping up in the second half of games, specifically in the fourth quarters. That's what they did in the NFC Championship. That's what they did in the Super Bowl. Guys, they won the game. We can hate on it all we want, but they won the game. And Here's what I'm hoping. Here's how I'm hoping this affects the 49ers. I hope it lights a fire in the Kyle Shanahan. One of his students just leapfrogged him in Super Bowl wins. In Super Bowl wins. So I'm hoping that the lights of fire in the Kyle here. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping that it sparks something under him. And I'm hoping that he goes eight ish on the league this year, okay? That's what I'm hoping. All right, guys, I've been talking here for about 15 minutes. So let me jump into some of the topics that I have here on today, okay? Now, a couple of weeks ago. Tony and I were on, hmm, it may have just been last week, it may have just been a couple of shows ago, so excuse me if if I'm wrong with the time frame, and I asked the guys a question, I'm going to ask you guys in the chat, so here we go, this is going to be an interactive show, I want you guys to type your answers in, okay, let me see if, you know what, my man Wayne tried to teach me something here, let me see if I could do this. Let me see if I can do this. All right. So you guys can hear me. But Wayne tried to teach me something here. Mm, I don't see it. Aha. Here we go. Man, shout out to Wayne Breezy, bro. If y'all don't follow my man, get over there and follow him. All right. Wayne Breezy. He is the guy. All right. He showed me this little trick here. I'm going to do this. All right. And then. I will pose the question to you all out there. Boom. I think that worked. I think I just posted our first poll during a show. Huh? How about them apples? Huh? Let's go. Shouts to Wayne Breezy. All right. It's going to be an interactive show. So, my question to you guys is this Will you be mad if D Ford returns next year? So I, we came on here, and we talked about it a little bit. We said, you know, guys, his salary ain't that much. He already restructured last year. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if they're really going to let this guy go, okay? I'm just saying, I don't know if they're going to let this guy go. The, the Niners have paid the majority of what he was owed, and now I think it's time for some ROIs, return on investment, okay? It's time for them to get it. And I was thinking at home, all right? I was thinking at home. I'm sitting here saying, you know, man,
0: like, D. Ford, Jason Verrett. When they were both on the field,
3: we got top 10 talent out of both of them. That's how I felt. We got top 10 talent out of both of them. And we see how the 49ers chose to work with Jason Verrett, over and over and over, injury after injury after injury. And I still don't know for sure. Look at Wayne. Wayne's in the chat, my man, watching the show. I still don't know for sure if Jason Verrett's done with the 49ers, all right? He was our starting corner this year, and then week one he had that nasty injury. I, I And there was the last year contract, and I understand all that. He's not going to have people banging on his door to get him back in here, okay? He's not going to have a ton of people saying, yo, 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 like, I want in on you. There's not going to be that many buyers. He might get a Robert Sala, okay?
0: Maybe a little bit of influence from somebody like, uh, you know, Mike McDaniel, maybe? Maybe?
3: And then some team that he played against while healthy with the Niners that said, hey, man, he still got it. Maybe we can use that guy. I don't know who. All right, maybe somebody who played in the secondary with him. Maybe Akello puts in a good word in Pittsburgh for that guy because Akello's got some weight over there in Pittsburgh. Y'all go over there and look at the numbers. Pittsburgh went from 27 to number four in certain of your favorite advanced metrics when they started playing my guy. But I'm gonna shut up. I'm gonna. Shut up. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm not here to talk about that. But here, here's what I was thinking about. Okay, top ten cornerback, but always injured. Top ten edge rusher, edge rusher, but always injured. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, if the Niners were that patient with this guy, the corner, why wouldn't they be that patient with this guy? Now I understand that this guy here, the edge rusher, and that's due to position, made way more money. But if they were that patient with him, shouldn't they be that patient with the edge rusher, who they've paid more money to? They did the same thing. They did the same thing with Jarek McKinnon. They, put, they, they forced McKinnon on the field. He never looked good as a 49er. Any preseason game I ever saw him, I didn't see the explosion. I didn't get it. I didn't understand what the contract was. From day one, I never saw it. But he got that contract. The Niners said, damn it, you're going to get out there.
0: All right, so, Breezy, how the hell do I check this poll? Where is it?
3: I don't even see this. You told me how to see. You told me how to post it. Let me see if I click the button again. What's this button do? Damn, is it one poll per show? Oh, oh, okay. I see the results here. Okay, here we go. All right. 56% of you. Say you will be mad if D Ford returned. Oh, it's dropping 55. Here's here's my take on it. I'm not mad. I would not be mad. One, all the injuries are going to do the same thing it did to Jason Verrett's value. It's going to drop the dollar amount. Okay. Two, we've invested so much in him already. I feel like it's time for us to get ours. Like, hey, man, hey, come on. We paid it forward. And you know what you're supposed to do with that? you supposed to do the same thing. Help us out. Hook us up, man. Come on, man. Get out here and show the faithful why the Niners paid you so much money. So, me personally, no. I would not be upset. I see the contributions, guys. I'm going to get to them. Keep them coming. I told you guys it's going to be an interactive show. Well, here's what I can't. I can't jump subjects when it's just me because I'll lose my train of thought. And I'll be on this show for two hours, okay? And I don't really want to do that. I don't want to do that. So, I apologize. I will get to the contribution. I'm marking them all, okay? I'm marking them all. So 55% of you guys say, yes, you would be mad if D. Ford returns. I don't think we should think that way. I think once you guys hear, and I'm not going to do that here. I think once you guys hear what his number is versus the money we've already paid him, I think you guys are going to want him to stick around. Get us some sacks, bro. Get us some quarterback pressures. Because D Ford, whether he's here or not, is not going to change what the Niners are doing at that position. If the Niners said, hey, D Ford's not here, we need another edge guy, guess what? They're going to get an edge guy. If the Niners say, hey, D Ford is here, they're still going to say, we need to get another edge guy because we cannot depend on his, on his health, his body. It's not him mentally, it's not a desire thing. It's his body physically holding up, and that is what the problem is, okay? So I'm going to end that poll because apparently I can only do one at a time. All right, I see y'all still voting. It went up to 56% again in the poll. Boom, done, bang. Shout out to Wayne Breezy again, man. That's my guy. That is my guy for uh, teaching me how to do that. I might be popping some more polls polls in here throughout the show. Oh, let let me get a thumbs up. Oh, snap. Oh, I love when a surprise happens. Three, two, one, click, click, boom. <laughs> Yo, expecting to see you, tonight,
2: man. you okay over there? Yo, I was in the bed. I was watching the Celtics, and it got so boring. I started falling asleep. Started tweeting. And then you started talking junk like I put the shit in the thing, and they, they... <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't do
3: that. <laughs> that ain't what you said. I did, but they asked about Nick and Tony. They didn't oh, ask okay. about you, and so and I said, but but did I lie though? I, no. I put it in the group chat. No, and nobody responded at the all.
2: pretty part. That's the that's what makes it funny. You uh, don't be lying. No. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm gonna say, I, like I don't,
3: and I don't. You know me. I don't take you no type of way. I don't take no, it nothing like that. You know what I mean?
2: Like I put my joint together and I'm ready to rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So, yeah, man. I was like, let me get out this bed, man. Cause I was in the chat. I was just gonna watch and just like respond. You could have stayed, you could have stayed down there, bro. I wasn't going, you know. I, I appreciate the view. So you know I'm good, what I'm saying? Bro. So uh I tell you, you what, you see polls, though. I see you popping polls. Yeah, man. You taught me, bro. Pause, pause, pause that, please. But now, nah, man, like, hey man, if it's, it's pole position, baby. Get it how you can get it. Oh my Let's god. go. Oh
0: my god. Hey, I want to see
2: can... chats, man. 99 cents. 99 cents put him in there baby Mike popping poles
3: oh my god all right so look i just shot you a text hopefully you can get that over there i'm gonna read I'm, i'm gonna read these contributions that i haven't gotten to yet um master sith says tired of waiting for shanahan to get it right and i'm not quite sure what this is about but this because this could be about so many different things I think Master Sith is, is expressing a problem common amongst the faithful, right? Yeah, you didn't get it right with the quarterback position. You passed on Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, and you know what I'm saying. You you you, you traded for Garoppolo, and you know, and then you traded up for Trey. And I, there's so many different things that he could be talking about here. Uh, the play calling down the down the stretch of game. Now he's right?
2: talking about everything. That, so I, I, I can speak for Master Sith 40. He's talking about everything. Let me put my headphones on so I can get rid of that echo. Mm-hmm. But he, he's definitely talking about everything.
3: You're not and, echoing on my end, just so you know. Okay.
2: I, I am on mine, and it's, it's going to bother me. So Got gotcha. you.
3: Um, you know, and so I understand the, um, the problem with, you know, the faithful feeling a certain type of way about Kyle Shanahan, whether it's time clock, you know, play calling in certain situations. I will say this. Our fourth in one play
0: Mm -hmm. although
3: it didn't work was way better than the fourth and one play i saw the Bengals try to execute you have a beat up quarterback and you go to shotgun
2: and then (laughs) empty the backfield well well not not that wasn't the only one i mean they like they tell that was the one though no they but no you can't say that was the last one but there were like a few of them where they lined up in fourth and one and didn't get it I mean, you put P Ryan back there. Obviously, the whole damn world's gonna know you're gonna run the ball with him. Like, at least try to fake something to the right. Isn't
3: line. that the best? So you, so you go, you put you put him under center. Yeah. You put yeah. P Ryan back there. Now everybody think you're gonna run it on fourth and one. Yeah. Then you, then you toss it to the That's to the I'm tight saying. end or the wide receiver on the short. Play. Like, listen, they, they were. They,
2: they show no creativity on the on on that fourth and right. one. Right, and so you get that from Kyle. You're gonna the one thing you're gonna get from Kyle Shanahan is creativity. But hey, I got a question for you. Mike McDaniel was gone. What if he was the creative guru when it came to doing stuff on with with the running? Just hear me out. You you could shake your head. All I know is Trent Williams. Because you're gonna make me
3: say something I don't want to say on the mic, but it's okay. But you go ask your question, and then I'm gonna listen and I'll respond accordingly.
2: Because yeah, uh, you heard Trent say like he calls up these crazy run plays. Like they call up things, they do things a little bit differently. What if the creativity from the run perspective was more Mike Mc- Mike McDaniel based than it was Kyle Shanahan? Kyle's supposed to be a wizard in the past game, but he needs a quarterback to to execute that right. And so now. Hopefully we 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 have that and Trey Lance. Like we have that quarterback, but what about the run game? What if it takes a hit?
3: All right. So my honest opinion that the Dolphins, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I, I don't care. The Dolphins hired the most overrated candidate for a head coach.
2: Yeah. Okay. I could feel I mean I hear that. He I was can, not a real
3: offensive coordinator. No. He wasn't a play caller. He no. was a run game
2: coordinator. Yeah, yeah. That was overseen by Shanahan. Yeah, but you're gonna draft your I I rather take from your pedigree over any other person because I know let's look at the let, let's look at the track record of Shanahan. Let's look at his pedigree. What are you talking what are we talking about? Every freaking coach has been okay, I'll call time out. Okay.
3: I got you now. Think of this, McDaniels wasn't doing it with them. McDaniel, I hate when people put the S on, I apologize. McDaniel, let me me ask you a question. What's more impressive, the run scheme or the players that they get to execute the runs?
2: It's gotta be the players. You, you, You want the best players on the field at any given moment.
3: And look at where most of the running success came from under, not just Kyle, Mike Shannon and down. It's from late round picks. That's Bobby Turner's doing, bro.
2: No, and, and I get that, but the scheme, being innovative is what I'm talking about. Being creative with what you're able to do when you get certain types of players in there.
3: You remember that play in the uh, NFC Championship game where our guards both ran into each other? Yeah. Was that a run play or a pass play? Wasn't that I honestly don't remember what which play that was. I thought it
2: was a run play.
3: Okay. You're doing too much. Not necessarily. Sometimes. sometimes but because, I understand no, I understand you, that they messed up, right? And then we heard the explanation. They said that they changed the call at the line and one half of the line didn't hear it because of how noisy it was. We got right. I get that. But, but that's sometimes not, you got we weren't having success
2: running the ball. Sometimes you gotta dumb it down, bro. And I and I and I get that. I agree with that. Well, when you when you dumb it down look what happens like it's a it's a it's a gift and a curse yo cincinnati dumbed it all the way the fuck down and they just lost. Oh, they, they couldn't get a fourth they couldn't convert a fourth an inch like you know, like like what i'm saying is it could it could go both ways broski like yeah keep it simple stupid when it's working right keep it keep it simple stupid but when it's not working you gotta you gotta throw some trickery in there. You gotta you gotta throw an illusion in there. You gotta move a guy in motion at least. Uh, uh, in, in 49ers stance move four guys in motion. At you know at you know and like, you gotta do something different in order to trick the you know the scheme because players players learn schemes. They like they learn it. Like, that's what they do. Like the best players learn schemes. They learn your tendencies. They learn to see who's leaning to the left, who's leaning to the right, who's doing this, who's doing that. And so look. All I know is that I think – I'm not saying that Kyle Shanahan won't have a good running system because we have players, but what if we were catering to Elijah Mitchell's strengths and what if he does have weaknesses that we just don't know about? I know one thing he got to do is find a way to uh, We we know
3: about his weaknesses. We've seen him weaknesses out there.
2: What's his weakness? Because –
3: Go, ahead, as go much, ahead. All right. See,
2: no, 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 this, no. No, no, no. I'm just asking This a is question. how I
3: get pegged as a hater. This is how this is why people no, don't. Oh, bro. I'm me. just I'm
2: asking, saying. I, no, 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 Wait, because I don't want people to think that I think he's like like Adrian Peterson all pro. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, he has weaknesses, and I just I can't recall them. That's why I'm asking. That, that's the only reason why I'm asking. Because he does have weaknesses.
3: Everyone's crediting crediting him for this vision.
2: Oh, right. his vision is terrible.
3: Okay. You said it. I'm glad. Oh, no, no, I'm no. so glad I didn't he's have to say it.
2: Wor- he's probably one of the worst vision running backs in the NFL. What happens is he hits these holes and his power and his momentum allows him to go forward. And if they miss the tackle, well, guess what? He don't need the vision anymore because now he's just he's able to keep it going. That's why you always see that he falls forward and not right. backwards.
3: Mm-hmm. He runs into the back of his own lineman just as hard as he runs into the opposing team's defensive lineman. And so, when we're but, crediting but, him but, with but, this vision, but, but
2: Mike, I don't know if that's, that's all vision, though, Mike.
3: Well, it's it's not all vision. That's also by Kyle. I'm going to blame Kyle for that Ooh. because Kyle said, Ooh. and I quote: "If you're going to make a mistake, I'd rather you make that mistake at 100 miles an hour."
2: Okay. 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 And that's what he's doing. He's going from zero to 100 real quick.
3: And the knock that Kyle had on Trey Lance was that I mean, not Trey Lance. Forgive me. Uh, Trey Sermon, was that he was too waiting for the hole to see it. And Kyle felt like it was wasting time where you could be moving forward.
2: See, see, I I don't like that.
3: Me neither. Me neither. Now, I will say this. I am concerned that the the run game takes a step back this year, but not because of Mike McDaniel, because you could be right. What if he's the genius behind the magic, right? Mm -hmm. The the flip side to that is there's talk that Bobby Turner hasn't signed an extension yet.
2: Yeah, but see, I'm not worried about that because you signed Anthony Lynn.
3: Okay, so so that I'll, is, that I'll, is I'll, the flip I'll, side, and I like that. That's a, that's a very good counter.
2: I'm right? okay with moving on from Bobby Turner, but we, but 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 Bobby Turner also the the one thing you lose with Bobby Turner, other than running back production, the one thing you're gonna lose the the one thing you're gonna lose. I I take that back. The one thing you're gonna lose with Bobby Turner because I think Anthony Lynn will still be able to produce running backs, right? But what you're gonna lose is scouting the free talent. Like that kid, I mean that that gentleman hand selected these running backs. He's been doing it for decades and he hand selected the guys that we had. You get what I'm saying? Like, was, was Raheem Mostert a Bobby Turner guy? Is that a guy he told them to go out and get because I can work with him? Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm dying Right, was it wasn't Matt Breida? You get what I mean? You know, like, yeah.
3: yeah, 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 yeah. And that, that's why I said there could be a step back because we were just sitting here debating was who was responsible for the Magic, Bobby Turner or Mike McDaniel. Right. Either way, it looks like they're both going to be gone. So there should be some, you know.
2: Ooh, some, some yeah. I okay. see what you're saying.
3: But I also think we got a better passing game coming in right now. So I, we we we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. All right. So let me get this other these two more contributions here. I want to answer real quick. Mike, who's the bigger free agent priority? He says DJ. I'm assuming Jones, Jones yeah. and not Dante Johnson.
2: <laughs> He's definitely not talking to Dante Johnson because we never call we never call, call him Dante. John. We never call Dante DJ. There's only I one don't. DJ on the team. Mike, you're All sick right. okay okay. In his head, bro. Like I only don't. you would do that. <laughs> You, you know, you. you know Johnson's my guy. I, but still. And he should be a priority free agent. Well, first of all, he's never ever gonna be a priority free agent. That's number you one. Foul. You no, no, no. Some effect but, on Jersey. You miss you missing what I'm trying. You you but you didn't let me finish. Dante Johnson will still be on this team, but he won't be a priority. That's all I'm saying. That's it. But he I guarantee you, I will put 499 on it that he'll be on the 49ers. And 2022, 2023. I like it. Or Lincoln Tomlinson. Um, and I'm gonna go with I'm going with DJ, because you take it too long.
3: Ah, uh, DJ Jones is one of my favorite players, man. This is this is tough. Uh, Don't you go know, opposite you no, 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 because I'm I'm gonna go with Lincoln Tomlinson. Lincoln and, I'm a, and, and I have a reason why. I have a okay. reason
2: why. I'm I'm dying to hear it.
3: If Javon Kinlaw is who we thought he was going to be. Who we hoped he was going to be. That allows Eric Armstead to stay inside. Mm -hmm. And Kinlaw becomes that monster in the run game. Mm -hmm. That plug next to him. We don't Mm -hmm. need DJ Jones. I like the depth. I like the rotation. But if Kinlaw is who we want him to be in year three, this is year three now,
2: Mm -hmm. then Kinlaw should be that guy. See, so, and I agree. Like I understand that. That makes that makes the most logical sense I've ever heard on this whole show. That makes perfect sense, actually. It's not even logical. But here's the thing. I'm all about depth and rotation. Not so can we change the word? Can we can we can we put a little disclaimer on rotation and depth? Because I know it kind of means the same thing, but I don't want y'all to think that DJ Jones or Kinlaw would be depth pieces. They would literally be rotational pieces. Yo, you play these downs, I play these downs, we go in. And so now you're preserving. The only thing I would think is that DJ would be less money than Lakin. So I would go with DJ Jones for the simple fact you drafted a guy. Like like you got this guy that you hand-selected to play with Trey Lance. Like we got to see what Aaron Banks can do, and Colton McKivitz actually got some burn this year, so you got him as well that can play guards and tackles. So I think they got the offense. Why am I not concerned about the offensive line? What, what what is wrong with me? Because I'm not concerned with it. Because here's what I think this,
3: I I think the offensive line looks way different. I think there's three new players on the offensive line next season.
2: But I'm fine with that. But even with that, Mike, I'm not concerned. Why? Because we got a different type of quarterback back there playing football.
3: The- I'm about to say, I know exactly why you're not concerned. Oh,
2: okay. It. Like, yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. Yo, these guys ain't got a pass protect for 55 seconds anymore. Like, they yeah. could only three seconds. And if Trey, Trey nine times out of 10 is going to be out, the only thing you got to worry about for the offensive line is getting holds. Like, that's it. Because they don't right. know when Trey might take off run.
3: Now, you say uh, Lakin Tomlinson has priced himself out of 49ers range. I that think- doesn't mean he shouldn't be a priority for agents. So, for example, right, in my honest opinion, Mm-hmm. Debo Samuels priced himself out of 49ers range. So they're going to find a way to extend him.
2: I don't think he priced himself out because they drafted He's- him and, and, and they're going, and he adds that value. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when you sign a player in free agency, they are, they replaceable, like, you know, like, and then you, and then, especially when you draft a guy, you know? And so I, I just, I love Lakin. I want him here. I I, I don't want to F up the left side. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think I think he's not as priority as you know what? That's crazy because I said he should be, he's my top five. These guys are my top five priority. So that's that's what's funny.
3: Yeah, but only one, you can only if you could only get one, which one would you get? That's yeah, the question.
2: That's why Cali shouldn't be able to come on the show and give donations. And ask, and stuff.
3: ask his questions. Yeah. Um shoot. Well while you think about it, give me a quick true or false. You ready? Yeah. True or false.
2: Oh, that's false.
3: Okay. Cuz both can't be true. He can't price himself out and be trash. Sorry. Oh, I, ne-
2: I never said he was trash. Oh, no, I know. I know.
3: I know. I didn't want to I didn't want to, you no, know, no, no, I just no.
2: Like has be- his best season this year. <laughs> like he's a pro bowler, god dang it. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are we talking about here? Like he had his best season here. Um You know what, bro? from your logic standpoint after listening to what you said but it, it but it it all reverts back to having Ken Law being what we hoped he was going to become that's a big factor right like that's a big factor i mean cuz then now now let's look at the depth instead of rotation let's look at the depth Well, that's
3: the thing we can't even do that because we're losing a lot of depth pieces also and it's not which, just we the jones.
2: only depth pieces you're going to get back is what cantavius street i think i think uh kevin willis uh, kevin givens um, is, is going
3: to be a free, a free agent free
2: agent right
3: yeah so it's it's not looking good for the depth on that line
2: so you the only person i think you'll still have under contract is street which would mean it would be his time to replace dj jones are we ready for street to replace dj jones
3: I like Street too. I know. Are you ready for him to
2: replace DJ Jones?
3: I think they do two different things. Oh, they do the same job at the same position, but different ways.
2: Mm. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Gibbons
3: is a leverage guy. He gets low. He gets
2: low. And gets underrated. I got you.
3: He is um, is a poor man's. Oh, here we go.
2: People are saying we did well without Ken Law. But that was because they moved Eric back to the inside. Exactly. I, I need y'all to understand that part. See, see they want Eric. People don't outside.
3: value Eric Armstead, bro.
2: No, they want him outside. See, when Ken Law's there, Eric plays well on the outside. Do y'all not know that? Do are, are we missing something here? Do we need to go back and watch when Ken Law plays? Because he literally stuffs those two gaps. Like, he's taking up two gaps and he's stuffing them. And that, that frees up what Eric Armstead could do on the outside. Now, he's not a pass-rushing edge. He's more of a a run-stop-and-contain type of an edge. Now, you can rotate him out, put him inside, take Kinlaw off, and then put in a special piece like an Arden Key or whatnot. So, so like, to say Kinlaw's a bust, that's kind of tough because when he was out there, he was stopping the run. And the moment he came off the field... I, oh, do we, Did we watch the same 49er games? Because the moment Ken Law got injured, we was giving out like seven yards to carry. Like, Do we not remember that? It wasn't until they moved Eric Ernst back to the inside. We had shows saying that we need to move him back to the inside. So I don't think Ken Law is a bad pick. I don't think Ken Law's a bust yet. I think Ken Law just got to get right. And I'm hoping that the surgery correctively helps fix that. And we won't know until camp.
3: And Aaron said uh thanks for the contributions to everybody out there. Thank you guys very much. He I said they both nice need the Wolverine out. injection from X-Men. And he was talking about uh Verrett and D Ford. And
2: D Ford. Yeah. 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 I, and he's, I, a, he's if, absolutely
3: right. If we well, can get some well, Antimantium yeah. inside those bones, man, those guys would be unstoppable.
2: I if I if, did you ask the question if you got to pick one of those, who would you bring back?
3: I did. I just posted that poll.
2: Oh, okay. So I just posted the poll I, right I, now. I picked D Ford. Um, because I'm all about the past. Right? Oh, no, oh, I'm
3: sorry. Not, not that's I asked uh, between Lakin and, and uh, DJ. My oh,
2: bad. so no, no, no. I meant, I meant as far as um D Ford and 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 Jason Verrett, Who would you bring back? I I don't want to. I, I I think I think
3: you know. I'm not going to post it because I know what everyone's going to say. Well, they everyone's don't to say D Verrett Ford, because they, they
2: don't. They
3: they don't they don't believe in our in our secondary. People think that our secondary was a liability this season, but it It wasn't wasn't. exactly. But everyone's going to save a rep because they there's a there's a it's it's these it's these freaking Twitter spaces. It's it's certain people on Twitter. I don't don't go in there anymore, yeah, but they're spearheading this. Uh, our secondary needs help. Our secondary needs help. The corners are bad. We need another corner. We need another corner. Like we need another nickel.
2: No, we need a safety. (laughs) <laughs> that's what we need <laughs> kind of
3: maybe because
2: <laughs> kind of maybe All well, right, yeah, because Tart, Tart... Tart is free agent Uh, Tavarius Moore is a free agent and so you're banking on Jimmy Ward and Talanoa Hufanga who I like but I think he takes Marcel Harris's spot who's a free agent so now you're talking about a converted linebacker safety type of position and one of those hybrid players so I think that's the role you're going to start seeing from Talanoa uh, and then you need them on special teams as well. And so then you got your, you know, I, I just I just think we need a safety more than we need a corner. Call me cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but that's just how I think. Now, that doesn't mean we don't draft a corner, but I don't think you got to get that corner in the first round. So, for example, they trade Jimmy Garoppolo to Washington for that 11th pick. You know, a lot of people want to draft the cornerback, you know. Like some dude, they the Hamilton dude or whatever. No, I want the I want the Hamilton dude. I want the safety. But people want to draft a corner, and I'm just like, eh. How about we get a ball hawker, like a guy right. that can surface, survey in the middle of the field. A ne, the next Ed Reed. That's what I'm looking at.
3: You? I'll be honest with you. If Moore didn't get hurt, I'm not saying he would be that guy. I'm saying we would not have seen Hufunga this season.
2: No. Okay. I like that. I like how you. I like how you you capped that off real quick. Right. Um you know, only thing that more bothers me with is his 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 decisions. Like he still struggles with angles. But that that those
3: are things that come with same thing with, with Hufunga. They come, they come they with come playing with time. time. Yes. They do,
2: but more had way more playing time than Hufunga. He just got hurt one year. More was a More was a solid dime linebacker when he only had to focus on one job. He had one responsibility. Are we talking about the same person. Tavares more, yeah. Tavares Moore got more interceptions on this team, I think, than than, than Jagrisky Tart, bro. I
3: I don't remember him getting significant playing time. I I think that's where I'm, I'm hung well,
2: up. As far as significant, you're not going to get it. But when Tart got injured, that's who was in. Like he started starting. Don't you don't remember Tart getting injured? Had,
3: all right, so he's got he's got a total of thirteen starts in his three year career.
2: Right. And, and I'm not saying he got significant time. I'm just saying when he came he
3: he has played all
2: 17 games, games every year except for yeah. this year. Because he because right. they use them a lot in dime packaging. And when he had one responsibility, he was able to be in that spot, in the space, and kept, get the ball and get an interception. Right. But he like, don't have any turnovers, though. Tar- Tavares Moore doesn't have any interceptions? No. In his whole career?
3: Nope. He's got one forced fumble, no interceptions. Oh, okay. That's, That's right. why... I think you might be
2: confusing him because they, they moved him in Harris. I'm definitely not because no? how many interceptions Harris got? Zero. I thought Harris got the, the the forced fumbles. I think whatever stats you're looking at got them confused. <laughs>
3: Marcel Harris has one interception okay. and that happened this year. That actually okay. happened this year. Oh, so was I that didn't... the tip
2: pass and it kind of landed in yeah. his hand? Okay. Yeah.
3: But either way, I mean, who they're saying he does have an INT? I don't know who that. I don't know. All right, listen. We're
2: talking about Harris,
3: I heard something today. I heard mm-hmm. something
2: today,
3: mm-hmm. um, and I'm gonna actually show the picture here. Um, damn, I don't even know if I actually uploaded uh, what I wanted to what what I wanted to show. But sorry, I got it right here. So oh, that,
2: that's why, uh, um, Mike, because uh, Moore had the interception versus Kansas City in the Super Bowl. So it's not going to show up on the regular stats. It'll show up if you click playoffs.
3: Okay, I got you. If okay. you're
2: looking where I think you're looking.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at regular season numbers only. Um this this came up on the timeline. Yeah, man. Washington Commanders could justify mm-hmm. first rounder for Jimmy G. Oh yeah. And I sent you my notes mm-hmm. so you know where I'm going to go with this, but um you know, I I want to I'm going to try to do this in order. And I'm going to start by saying Jimmy Garoppolo has the best value of any tradable quarterback this season. Do you agree?
2: He said, You said he has more value?
3: Jimmy Garoppolo has the best value of any tradable quarterback this offseason.
2: Okay. Hmm.
3: Value being the key word here.
2: I know, but that's tough. You because because Aaron Rodgers he has more value than Rodgers.
3: Yes, he does. Because and I, and I'll I'll, put, I'll break it. Let me let me let me give you my breakdown. I don't want to lead you. All right. What do you think it's going to take to give up to get Jimmy? Let me ask you a question. Could you get Jimmy Garoppolo for a second right now? Yeah. Okay. Could you get Aaron Rodgers for a second right now? No. Could you get Aaron Rodgers for one first right now? No. Could you get Russell Wilson for one first right now?
2: No. Could you this get Aaron
3: Rodgers for two first right now? Yeah. Could you get Russell Wilson for two first right now? Yeah. But we're talking about a second. If you could keep your se- uh your first and get Jimmy Garoppolo, let's 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 use Miami and let's use Washington. Okay? okay. We're going to use two teams that are familiar with Jimmy Garoppolo in particular these teams know how Kyle Shanahan won using Jimmy Garoppolo Mike McDaniel was right there okay you guys gotta remember who's over in Washington as the GM now he was just with the Niners previous season okay you with me so far Mm -hmm. if you could get Jimmy for a second and keep your first and shore up some other position, you pick the I don't care what it is, wide receiver, edge rusher, corner, whatever, whatever. If you could keep your first-round pick, all right, and get a quarterback that you know you can actually win games with. He's not the best. I didn't say that Jimmy Garoppolo was the best quarterback that you can trade for right now. I mean, I didn't say Jimmy Garoppolo was the best quarterback you could trade for right now. I said he is the best trade value. You're going to get wins. You have to have a good team, okay? You have to have a good team. But if you give up these first-round picks, you can't build that team in a sustainable way. You can trade for Jimmy. You can get a second. Look at – let's even take it this way. Tell me a quarterback in this draft, in the first round, that is projected to be as good as Jimmy Garoppolo is
2: you. Yeah, See, I, I, I disagree a little bit, though. I got to give you pushback before I answer that question. And that's not because I want to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. But you said that you can't build your team without first-round picks. And, like, I kind of disagree with that. Because you got to look at how long has the team been drafting in the first rounds. So they they might be stocked with some first-round picks. And, and, and they might just need, you know, a, 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 a player that's going to cost them some first round picks. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they might be willing to give up those picks if they got. Look, let's look at Miami. Like, what does Miami necessarily need other than the offensive line and a quarterback Probably, Right. Oh, don't.
3: But those are two big needs. The offensive line is more than one position.
2: I know. And the quarterback. You can't fix it all. But but I didn't say – I'm just saying maybe a player on the offensive line. I mean, like, who knows? I don't pay attention to Miami and what they need. I'm just saying. What if they need one piece or whatever? Like, they can still address it and give up a pick. They got two first-round picks, don't they? They got three first-round picks. They got three. You give up one for a quarterback, you get your quarterback for a first-round pick. Then you got two other. Whoa,
3: whoa! But you admitted already that you're not getting a single quarterback better than Jimmy for less than one first round pick. So you got to give up two now. Y- your words, not mine.
2: No, you could get Jimmy for a first round pick, right? You well, said... We said second. You because so that's, that's what you asked me. But if you would have asked me, could I get Jimmy for a first round pick? I'd have been like, yeah.
3: Okay, all right, but you, but you already said well, all right. Even still, let's say you got you got to give up a first, right? Yeah. That's still better value than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, absolutely. I,
2: I, I get what you mean by value now. I didn't okay. get what you meant when you first asked it, but now I get. But my point is, that's why I'm sticking with Jimmy, and I'll give up a first round pick. Let's say I'm Miami. I got three. Hey, you can have my early first round because I'm drafting the offensive lineman and the running back anyway, right? Or 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 whatever. They got a defense. Miami's defense is stacked, and they got offensive weapons. They got Waddle. They got Parker. They got some pieces. They Might need a tight end, but I don't think there's any really, 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 really. No, they got Josecki. Don't forget about it. I forgot about is that dude, bro? Don't forget. And since Jimmy likes to throw it high, that's an easy target, like super easy, dude, like eight feet tall. So, look, man, if I'm Miami and I'm Mike McDaniel, I'm like, yo, Kyle, you made me a head coach. I got you, dog. You hear what I'm saying? And so, no, I understand by value. So, yes jimmy has the most value i get it he is and to, a, to acquire jimmy garoppolo is going to cripple your
3: team less than it would to get, get
2: aaron Rodgers. It. i wish you would have asked it like that like, i'm
3: sorry because that's but when i said value that's what i meant so i you wasn't know, trying I to. i got you. you i got but you know, that's 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 what i'm looking at here if you acquire him you're not going to cripple your draft you're not going to your team.
2: I, I don't want a player for jimmy uh-uh
3: no i'm not doing player for player i don't no. want a
2: player for jimmy
3: because, no,
2: because players, it's so tough, man. You bring a player in here that ain't a part of this system, and next thing you know, they become a bust. I don't want a player for Jimmy. Give me a pick that I can groan and room and groan and shape and mold. Like, give me, give me that pick. You know what I'm saying? Because how dope would it be if Kyle – look, I'm going to bed. If Kyle Shanahan traded to Miami – For Trey Lance, their first-round pick, whoever they traded with, who do we trade with to get Trey Lance?
3: Oh, I thought you meant – I'm sorry. I thought you meant traded Trey Lance this year. No, we
2: we got the picks. We gave our picks to Miami. They got our pick.
3: That's how they got three first-round
2: picks this year. If Kyle Shanahan gets the pick back, Back. (laughs) this dude would be greater than John Madden, bro. He ain't got to win shit. He, he would the trade. Like th- yo, Mike, think about that one second. Oh, not only that, he got an overrated non-coaching plant, man, a, a head coaching position. <laughs> Somebody gonna be paying some some some, some something. Something something coming back to Kyle Shanahan. Something coming back other than that third round conditional pick because he's black. Like something else is coming back, bro. Now, I don't know if Mike McDaniel has has the power to do that, but I'm just saying because he's not the GM. So, you
3: know. Right, he's not, but he can say, Hey, I'm running that offense. This guy knows that offense better than Mike McDaniel.
2: Mike McDaniel knows the offense. No, I'm talking know.
3: about Jimmy. He's got the power to go into the GM and say,
2: Yes, this guy.
3: Knows this offense as well as maybe better than Aaron Rodgers. But Aaron's going to cost us pick X He's and y, pick y. Where you I can, can get Jimmy, Jimmy. for Just pick X. Just X. And X could be the bottom of the first. It could be their third first round pick. And you still
2: can develop Tua. Come on. Come on. Or Come on now. you trade Tua and you draft another quarterback. There you go. So, Mike to gets his guy because we watched Sam Darnold get traded last year. Let's not let's not act like this stuff don't happen. Exactly. Speaking of that, Jalen Hurts might get traded out of Philly because Philly might want Russell Jimmy Wilson Garoppolo
3: or somebody, or you know what I'm saying. No, like, might, I'm it. hearing
2: they want Jimmy.
3: See, you, I'm I look. Here, I'm just saying.
2: Here's what you get with Jimmy. Let me sell Jimmy real quick. Uh-oh, all right, here we go. All right, so what you're gonna get with Jimmy is 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 a, is a guy that needs to get the ball out of his hands quickly. So if you have that that particular type of line and pieces around him, Jimmy's gonna be just fine. I personally think, and you can call me cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, I really think Kyle's system was too complex for Jimmy. Like, I really do. I, I don't think he can run it without Kyle dumbing it down. But every time Kyle tried to dumb it up, what did we see? A lot of poor execution. Lots of it from the quarterbacks, wide receivers, linemen running the wrong way into each other. Like so many things happen because Kyle is trying to up his his game. Like up up, you know, up the level of the offense that he's trying to run. And I think it started with the quarterback. You go to Philly, that shit don't look complicated, bro. They almost beat us with a non-complicated offense. Hey Devontae Smith, just run as fast as you can down, bypass these wide receivers, man. I'm gonna throw the ball in the air to probably be there when you get there. That's coming from Jalen Hurt. Like you know what I'm saying. So Jimmy, Jimmy can do those things now. He can, he can test you vertically. He just was asked not to in this office. Now he's not gonna be accurate, and the throws aren't gonna be deep. So you gotta have guys that can catch the ball. Like you know what I'm saying. So I think any team that Jimmy goes to. I think he's going to be more successful in any other team than he was with the San Francisco 49ers. And he was pretty successful with us. We just couldn't win the big games. Like, you know what I mean? Winning-wise, he was successful. Other than that, we just couldn't win those games, yo. And I think Jimmy not having that, I I think it's so crazy because we have so many weapons here. It's just that our weapons couldn't be activated because the quarterback wasn't the activator for the weapons. That's that's, that's
3: And that's the other thing that I think Jimmy gives a team. So, you know, when you watch Jimmy Garoppolo play, you say, hey, why didn't you throw it downfield more, right? Do you remember the stat during the Super Bowl year where they said Jimmy was the best downfield passer percentage-wise?
2: I do remember that, but he took less shots. He took significantly less shots, right? (laughs) But
3: percentage-wise, no, but percentage-wise... It was high. So
2: if you if you're if you're
3: cocky enough, right? Yeah, I if you're got an you. offensive play caller, if you're cocky enough, you can convince yourself, hey, I can get a little bit more out of Jimmy than what Kyle did. Because we talked about how Kyle micromanages those quarterbacks. We talk about how Kyle's on the sideline saying, Hey, when I snap the ball, watch what this guy does to that guy. It's gonna be a holding penalty.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. So we know how Kyle likes to control the situation. And we heard Jimmy come on here and say, I'm not saying here, but we we heard Jimmy say to the presser, hey, why don't you throw the ball downfield more? His response was, I execute the play calls that are called. Meaning, if he don't dial it up for me to go downfield, I'm not going downfield. So I can see a player, I mean a player, I can see somebody saying, all right, I can see somebody saying, hey, man, you know, like, jimmy's got to go out there and get jimmy's got to go out there and get it and i think i can get i can bring that out of him all right so look i want to play this video clip real quick oh 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 where'd that uh where'd that contribution go it was it was a a trade proposal Here, here it is right here uh Corey, thanks for the contribution he says niners trade jimmy and Greenlaw to washington for a first third and a 2023 conditional second i don't think those two players are worth that kind of draft compensation.
2: Yeah, that 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 that's, that's tough. I, I I I don't even want to move on from Greenlaw yet. I, they don't have to. Um, I do know you want to see Al Shire more, but what if we come out like and we can't? Like, it's tough because you we got to address this nickel position. Mm-hmm. We got to address the nickel position. And I know that has nothing to do with um, Greenlaw, but it, it kind of mm-hmm. does. Because in base, those are your three linebackers. But in nickel, you're removing Al Shire or Greenlaw,
3: Greenlaw. Yeah.
2: Or Greenlaw. You're removing one of them. And then you're bringing in your nickel back. Hey. What? Yeah. But, but what? No, no, no. I, but the, So so it's kind of tough. I, I, I don't think we should try to move on from Greenlaw yet. Neither I
3: just, do I. I, I just, have a new I have a new respect for Greenlaw. Me too. This postseason, I didn't think the Niners had another gear. He was that one. gear.
2: Mm-hmm. Until not only was
3: he that gear, he was the he was the physical guy. What's, and then all of a sudden, everybody around him, the, the safety playing next to him, started okay. playing more physical. They're the other linebackers, Fred Warner, all of a sudden became all pro Fred Warner once Greenlaw was back out there. Greenlaw's yeah. out there body slamming and DDTing people, and all of a sudden. The team had a spark again there's value
2: in that yeah there's yeah. A, there's a big value in that and they don't have to move on from it like he has one more year exactly. like you know what I mean now That's Al here is is a is a, uh, a earned restricted free agent he's an erFA mm-hmm. so like aren't they gonna they gonna or he's just restricted I can't remember which one it is but either way he's restricted and they get to match the contract right so right. so and it could be low it's not gonna be a high so Ashshire is gonna play another year for no money like basically let me let me play this
3: video real quick man okay because this video boiled inside of me and we ha- we have to put some things to bed we have to put some things to bed on this show officially all right this is what y'all tune in for to nothing but niners for. i'm going to play this video and then we're going to react to it all right
0: all right RC another interesting team for us the 49ers we saw them get Yay. close with Jimmy G. You think they can get it done with Trey Lance? No! I cannot! Already? I can't
1: can't see it, guys. Here's why. Right? So, we went from from the NFC championship of saying that Trey Lance was not a a better chance to win a game to get you in the Super Bowl than Jimmy G. And now, all of a sudden, we're going to get rid of Jimmy G because Trey Lance is ready. What the hell happened in a week, guys? Nothing. Mm. And so for me, you had an opportunity to have Trey Lance out there the entire season. You got to see him in practice when we didn't. You got to see him on the field against the Arizona Cardinals. We did, too. It ain't look right. It didn't look great. And I know there are things when you look at guys like Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones, and we understand they need improvement. But they were good enough for their team to say, you know what? We can win with you Mm. out there, and it's time to have you there, not Trey Lance. And there, like, maybe he can't throw, right? Maybe he's not as accurate. We're talking Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Maybe he's not as accurate as you need a quarterback to be in a Kyle Shanahan system. So guess what? We, Let's, we don't want one. Jimmy, right? <laughs> we don't want Jimmy. Trey might not be ready. Let's package oh. them both, make them somebody wow. else's problem. Green Bay don't want Jordan Love to play. <laughs> Let's just say, hey, we'll take Aaron, take our quarterbacks. You say sure he both had... fired both of them. I love. I just want I love the octave. Yeah, your button. voice <laughs> is getting higher and
0: higher. The crazier this idea gets, and I kind
2: of respect. That's the dumbest motherfucker on TV, bro. How does he even have a job? I could do his job better than him. I got the same high-ass pitch voice. I, I probably can hit harder than he can. He's a little bitch. Look, at the end of the day, he has no idea what he's talking about. One minute, he's on Jimmy G, fire him. Jimmy sucks. Get rid of Jimmy. And now all of a sudden, because Jimmy takes you to the NFC Championship game, he's going to sit there and disown or just, like, discredit what Trey Lance can do. Like, I, I just don't get Ryan Clark. I never have. I never will. And and at this you – know, you know what it is, bro? Like – And this is not me just advocating for Trey Lance. I never seen a guy go. I remember being in Dallas. I remember being in in Los Angeles. and I remember him going ham on how he said you can't win with Jimmy G. Now, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you can win with Jimmy G. Who's paying this guy? Maybe they're just getting paid to boost up Jimmy so we can trade his ass. That's that's what it's got to be, right? It's got to be that. It's got to be. I
3: watched that video and I just shook my head. And every time I've watched it since then, I, I, I try to find the sense in what he was saying. All right. He said, look at the other rookies. They all were deemed ready.
2: No, they weren't. No, he said that they weren't deemed ready. He no, said-
3: he said Lance wasn't deemed ready. The no, rest no, no, of the rookies no. were.
2: No, he, he didn't say that they were ready. I don't remember him saying that. That's not what I heard him say. He did say that they put him out of there, but he said they had, he said that the teams bet on them to start to get, because they had the potential, but let's talk about that for a second because none of them had quarterbacks that they had to compete with. Like, they fired Cam Newton because Cam Newton was trash in New England. So guess who was he going to compete with? What's the, what's the backup quarterback for the Patriots? Oh, you I, I, don't know his name. That's right. And then let's talk about um, what you call it. Tyra Taylor had a punctured lung all of a sudden. He gets a punctured lung? I got a punctured, punctured lung playing quarterback, bro. I like don't even get touched. And then insert Justin Herbert. Who was he competing with? Nobody. 49ers had a guy named Jimmy Garoppolo on their roster that they're paying $25 million to. And I know
3: to a Super Bowl win.
2: And I know the dude is not that stupid to not understand that. Because if you're gonna be an analyst, you gotta understand contracts and numbers. And because if the if the preface of your thing says negative $7.9 million and on cap, then you should be able to understand that we're paying a guy $25 million. They couldn't move on from him because of a no trade clause. That the, 49ers, the 49ers created that stupid-ass situation. They they did that. That's the Diners. They did that. So, I don't understand why he's that – I don't like calling people dumb, but he's dumb. I'm sorry.
3: It was a dumb thing to say. Let's trade your quarterbacks and our quarterbacks and all that stuff. Listen, man. The fact of the matter is the Niners had a quarterback that they just got to the Super Bowl with when he was last healthy. Mm-hmm. None of these other rookies had that quarterback ahead of them.
0: No, none that's, of that.
3: number, that's number one. That's number one. Number two, these rookies were all on bad teams. Games. The Niners did what's called risk analysis, right? We can put this rookie in. He could be better. He could Understand something about a rookie quarterback. He could be one of three things. Compared to your other quarterback, it can be better worse, be the same, or it could be the work, be worse. Well, you got two out of three that you don't want to count. So the other one is better. That's the only other option. And if you don't know that for sure, the better option is to go with the the veteran. You understand what I'm saying? Because if that rookie is the same or worse, then you're making a mistake specifically on a team that was just in the Super, the Super
2: Bowl. Bowl. But the other teams didn't have the veteran. That's what I'm That's trying to team. say. I'm with you. I'm 100. But, but, but he didn't make with reference you. to that. It's like no. he he, no, didn't he didn't do his homework. Like I could do my homework better than him. ESPN, listen. I live about 45 minutes from your station. Mm. Hit me up. It's mm. breezy. I sing at the hotel right across the street where y'all come and patronize and leave tips. Put me on the show with that guy.
3: Mm. Mm.
2: I'll even mm. wear a suit.
3: And, and, and this is my point, man. Like, people just aren't paying attention to the big picture.
2: That's why you're mad. I got it. I get it now. I get you're it. Not.
3: Now. It's such a closed-minded. Oh, and then he said this dumbass. Con- oh, so after. He wasn't good enough in the NFC championship game, but after the Super Bowl, all of a sudden he's better. What changed in one game? Does he not know there's a whole offseason coming up?
2: I, I, I just I don't like, I don't it really. was just such a
3: poor, poor, poor take that it drove me crazy. <laughs> it drove me crazy, man. Like it it was it was just it was absolute nonsense. I hated every single thing that came. yo. It was so bad. I, I hate to say this the way I'm gonna say it. Let me, let me. I just
2: don't. I don't think they should be allowed to talk about 49ers.
3: His female co-hosts
2: were laughing that, at his he, take. He he clearly the Niners must have did him dirty, bro. That's the only. For, he he has this affinity for the Niners, bro. Like he he something happened. I don't know if they offered him a contract and reneged when he was playing at some point or whatever, bro. But whatever it is, it ain't right, yo. Because every time we talk about Niners, it's nothing good that comes out of his mouth. Nothing positive. He I, I might I promise you, two, three, four weeks ago, when the Niners were in the playoffs, he was crapping over Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, they're not gonna beat this team because Jimmy just can't do this and Jimmy can't do that. Oh, but then they surprise you and get to the NFC Championship. Now you want Jimmy Nutsack.
3: Listen, bro, I know you gotta go. I got a little rant to go on, so I'm gonna let you run out of here, man. I'm gonna give you your final thoughts real quick. I appreciate you jumping in here, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know you're very busy. I appreciate you getting up from where you were. For sure. You jumping in here. You did not have to do, you know me. I was ready to rock and roll he was i was he, i was, was, I was trying ready to, get to your rock
2: sound roll. fix that shit was funny too bro he was like you was trying to get the sound and then the picture right i was like oh mike mike got Oh, it. no
3: because so this uh the, the Logitech Brio the, the camera that oh, i yeah, use oh you got a new okay no no this is this is the old it's, it's the camera i've had for the last year and a half but the app did some kind of update oh as i nice. started the show the app did this auto update cuz i got this screen on top and i guess since i didn't click pause or whatever it started the update so it started pulling the camera and like reading the, ca- it read my Yeti. It, re- it read the camera gotcha. it was doing all kinds of updates. And I was like, guys, I'm going to lose audio for a second. I might lose the video for a minute. I apologize. I'll, I'll get it right back. And it just did its own thing. I couldn't, the only way to stop it was to reset the computer. And I couldn't do that in the middle of the show. So, you know, that's, that's what was going on. But I do appreciate you jumping in here, man. I, I can't express that enough. You do not have to do that, uh, oh, but man. I'm going to give you your final thoughts and then I'm going to respond more. It is Ryan Clark-Bolt.
2: I'm so glad I know you're going on a rant Listen I, um, All I'm going to say is the world Like outside of the 49ers Y'all better get ready Because Trey Is about to come and light your ass up Let me tell you something just, just going off of his two starts I just wrote an article about this On 49ers cap And I broke down Every play And all I saw Mike Was progression like progression. Progression means going trending up. Regression means trending backwards. Now that doesn't mean he was perfect, but that means he's progressing. And so you're telling me that a 21 year old uh, going against one of the at that time when they played Arizona, they were like the, one of the top f- five defenses in the league at that time. They, they actually they were one of the top winning teams in the league at that time, if I'm not mistaken. And so, actually, they were in first place, if I'm not mistaken, in the NFC West. And so, he he went up against that team and almost beat them. And let me tell you something. Trey Lance even says, man, if I just would have scored that touchdown, it has been a different game. That kid, Mike, is confident. You can't teach it. I'll leave that at that. Thank you all so much for having me on, Mike. I love you, bro. Nothing but nine is for life.
3: Peace. That's my dog right there, man. Oh, shit, I forgot to take the camera thing off. I got to fix it. I got to fix it. That's my dog right there. You hear me? Man, Breezy is the truth, man. I love that guy right there. That's my, that's my bro right there. But listen, man, listen. I saw Trey Lance go out there and improve, not even just game after game, because he only got two and a half games, not even quarter after quarter. I saw Trey Lance improve. Series after series.
0: Don't talk to me about Justin Fields, who started how many games
3: versus Trey Lance, who started two games. Don't talk to me about Trevor Lawrence, who started 17 games compared to Trey Lance, who started two and a half games. Because I will say this, and I don't care what anybody says. Trey Lance's Second half of that Houston game was better than anything I saw Trevor Lawrence do all season long. I'll repeat that. The second second half of Trey Lance's Houston Texans game, he looked better than anything I saw Trevor Lawrence do
0: all season long. Will that stay the same? I don't know. Will it get better? I sure hope so,
3: but I don't know. Will it get worse? It's possible, but I don't know. Everything that I don't know about Trey Lance applies to Trevor Lawrence, and Lawrence had way more time to look better. So don't give me the crap about Trey Lance not being ready. We can't sit here and pretend like Trey Lance doesn't all of a sudden have this crazy season ahead of him. He does but he's also got all the time in the world to be the man, faithful. I hear the spaces. I see the tweets. I see the Facebook posts. Let go of this idea that the 49ers are going to trade for another quarterback. Russell Wilson is not coming to the 49ers. Yeah, I'm saying Russell Wilson because there are people out there who are saying that the Seahawks in the NFC West could trade Russell Wilson to the 49ers. It's not happening. There are people out there saying that Aaron Rodgers is coming to the 49ers. Guys, it's not happening. Tom Brady is not walking through the doors. It's not happening. I don't know how else to say it any more clear to you guys. It's not happening. The 49ers had their opportunity to get. Tom Brady, two seasons ago. As soon as the Super Bowl was over, they were on the phone with Don Yee. Didn't go through. Why would they take him now? After all they traded up to get Trey Lance, why would they take him now? Ask yourselves this question. Am I trading up all this draft capital to get a quarterback to sit him for two years? Just ask yourselves that question. Don't argue with me about play. Don't talk to me about who's better or who's worse. Just basic, basic stuff right here. Are you trading up three first-round picks to get one first-round pick to select a guy with that one first-round pick
0: and to sit him down for 32, my bad, 34 games? You're not doing
3: that. If you see somebody talking about a potential trade at the quarterback position for the 49ers, and that quarterback is supposed to be the starter, unfollow them. Report them as spam. Block them. Nobody, I repeat, nobody is getting inside info saying that the Niners are looking at another quarterback to come in here and start. Nobody is getting word from anybody in the 49ers organization that suggests that they don't have the utmost confidence in Trey Lance. Nobody. Here's one thing, and this is the only thing that you should be concerned with as far as Trey Lance not starting week one in the 2022 season. There's only one thing. It's not Tom Brady. It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not Russell Wilson. It's not Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's not, there's one person in the entire NFL that could possibly
0: delay the start of Trey Lance in week one. It's Jimmy Garoppolo. He's the only one, not because he's better
3: than those guys that I named. It's because he's here and under contract and on the books. That is the only way Trey Lance doesn't start. Because the
0: 49ers cannot justify sitting 20 plus million dollars. That's all it is. That's all it is, guys. And if
3: when the Niners cut or trade Jimmy Garoppolo, it is all about trade lanes. And I'm going to explain to you guys right now why that's so important. I have no idea how the 49ers finish this season. I'm talking about the 2022 season. I have no idea how we finish this season. I have no idea who the starting quarterback is going to be. I believe it's going to be Trey Lance. It needs to be Trey Lance, but I'm going to explain to you guys something. There is a very, very big difference in building a team around Jimmy Garoppolo and building a team around Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a guy who reads the field in a whole different manner than Jimmy Garoppolo. You can go out there and you can study. You can work on your footwork. You can work on your throwing motion. You can study the playbook. But when the bullets start flying, you become you. And I'm not saying that players don't get better. I'm not saying that players don't grow in systems. They do. All of that is true because it comes with comfort, Right? when this guy gets in there and he's running around, the way he reads the field is just different than the way Jimmy reads the field. Jimmy reads, read one, wherever that read is, shallow, intermediate, deep, wherever read one is, that's how Jimmy reads the field to check down. It's not how Trey Lance reads the field. Kyle and this entire staff are well aware that Trey Lance is simply wired different than Jimmy Garoppolo. His willingness to run. I'm gonna tell you guys something that I probably shouldn't say on here. I don't think Trey Lance is much faster than Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't, I don't. This whole notion of Trey Lance is a dual threat quarterback and he can run and da-da-da-da, it's not about can he run. He can run. Jimmy can run. One is about willingness. Trey Lance is more willing to run. How many times did you see Jimmy Garoppolo lower his shoulder and run into somebody? Didn't happen often. Quarterback sneaks. I'm not counting. Talking about getting outside the pocket and running towards the first down marker or the end zone and lowering your shoulder to make contact with somebody. Right? Think about that and tell me how many times you saw Jimmy Garoppolo do that. Didn't happen often. In fact, in fact, You can count this season alone and you've seen Trey do it more. It's not a good thing. I hate when I see Trey do it. But here's my point. I'm talking about the mindset of these players. I'm talking about the willingness to do things differently within the same system. How many times did you see Trey hold on to the ball behind the line of scrimmage for more than two and a half, three seconds and say, oh shit, he's about to go deep. Don't answer that to me. Don't type it in there. Just get your own answer. Trey Lance with the ball behind the line of scrimmage for more than three seconds. You think he's about to take a shot. You can get nervous. You can get butterflies. Don't know if it's going to be incomplete. Complete. Interception. Touched it. You, you have no idea. But that's how you felt when he held the ball for a long period of time. When Jimmy Garoppolo held the ball for a long period of time, what do you think? All this ain't good. Get rid of the ball, Jimmy. Throw it away. He's going to throw a turn. He's going to throw an interception. Or he's about to check it down. The mindset of these players are vastly different. And when you are building a team around those players, it says something to you. I think this 49ers team, this front office, I think that they, they, they drafted things for 2022. Aaron Banks was never supposed to play this year. Why spend so high of a draft capital on the guy? Second round. Why spend so much draft capital on the guy and convince everybody that it was going to be a bust? Because he didn't get in there and start right away. He couldn't beat out Tom Compton. He couldn't beat out Lincoln Thompson. This guy's a bust. This guy's, that's what we said. We crucified this young man right there online. Trey Sermon, look at how high he was drafted. Oh my God,
0: the sixth round guy got in here before him. I cannot believe this is what happened. Oh my God, that's cool. I don't think these guys were drafted to play football with a
3: guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. I could be wrong. Time will tell if I'm wrong or not. You guys can bookmark this. It's an hour and 24 minutes into this video.
0: What's the word? Hummingbird. I could be wrong, but I think Trey Sermon comes in with Trey Lance. I think Aaron Banks comes in with Trey Lance. I
3: think guys like Brandon Ayuk and Trent Sherfield, all of a sudden, their value goes up as wide receivers in this same system with a guy like Trey Lance under center. And I think, I think, could be wrong, I think running backs all of a sudden don't have to carry the load. Let me ask you guys this question, then I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of here after this. We're coming up on the hour and a half mark. I want you guys to think about your favorite offensive performance by the 49ers since Kyle Shanahan has been here. Come on. Come on. Here, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'm going to pull up the 49ers
0: 2017 schedule. And I'm going to look for the game that we scored the most points in. Okay?
3: I think I know which game it is. I think it's the Jaguars game. 44 points. All right? 44 points. You know how the Niners did that? Defensive scores and the dominant, dominant run game. Matt Breida averaged over six and a half yards, a carry in that game. Wasn't the passing game. Jimmy was efficient too. That was 2017 now, Jimmy's first time here. 21 of 30, 242 and two touchdowns. He had a pick in there, but I'm talking about points. You put up 44 points. Now, subtract those two touchdowns. That's 14 from those 44. 30 more points came
0: from other people somewhere. Okay? Fast forward. Go to
3: 2018. All right? And in 2018, I want you to tell me a game that the 49ers scored a lot of points in. Promise you guys I'm getting somewhere. Promise you guys I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, 2018. Don't forget Jimmy Garoppolo got injured very, very early in that season. Okay, he got injured in that game. All right, didn't, didn't finish the season. All right, think of the game that we scored the most points. Put up 27 against the Chiefs. That's the game Jimmy got injured in. We put up 30 against the Lions. Put up 30 against this team. Put up 10. All right, so I'm going to go to this 34-point game against the Raiders, okay? That's the game that the Niners scored the most points in that whole season, 34 points. That was against the Raiders, right? Just hear me out because this is the one time Nick Mullins, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 16 of 22, three touchdowns. Remember that? We were going crazy, right? Three touchdowns. It's 21 of those 34 points. That's cool. wasn't Jimmy, though. It wasn't Jimmy. wasn't Jimmy. Go to that Lions game, week one. We Put up 30 points against the Lions. All right. Jimmy Garoppolo went in there and two touchdowns. That leaves 16 points out there for somebody else to get. All right. The run game. Did their thing. Matt Breida, 11 carries, 138 yards. Alfred Morris averaged over three yards of carry in that game. It wasn't the pass game. I'm, I'm getting somewhere. Just stay with me, guys. Just follow me here. Just follow me here. Then it's going to take us to 2019. Oh, the Super Bowl season. Everybody's favorite season. I can tell you what game right now without even looking it up. It was the Panthers game, right? Panthers game. The Niners put up a 50-plus burger on them. Where's that Panthers game at? Right? Last time he blew a team out. This is what the Niners do. Right? The Niners. Panthers. Jimmy Garoppolo had 175 yards and two touchdowns. I'm no mathematician, but you subtract those 14 points from the 51, there's 37 points that other people accounted for. Tevin Coleman ran for 105 yards and three touchdowns. Raheem Mostert, look, let me. Tevin Coleman averaged 9.5 yards a carry in that game, three touchdowns. Raheem Mostert averaged 6.7 yards a carry. In that game, even Debo got involved in the run game and had a running touchdown. Five rushing touchdowns in that game. Five. All right. I'm not going to keep doing this. I'm not going to keep doing this. Here's my point when the Niners put up points, every single time we put up points, every time we go toe to toe with
0: a team or blow somebody out, it's due to the run game. I think those days might be over. think those days might be over.
3: It is time for the quarterback and the passing attack to come out here and say, hey, we got this. And the run game was always going to be a part of a Shanahan offense. It's always complimentary, right? But anytime the Niners blew somebody out,
0: it was always due to an efficient run game. Always, always, it's complimentary,
3: I'm well aware of that. Because if the passing game was terrible, and the run game was great, James would just focus on stopping the run. I'm well aware of how it works,
0: okay? But in the best game the Niners had, the offense was based off of the run game. I think
3: that changes now. I think with Trey Lance, a guy who's willing to go downfield more, I think he's going to do exactly that. And then that increases the value of guys like Brandon Ayuk, Trent Sherfield, Debo is going to have to develop a new game. We don't need running back Debo anymore. We need wide receiver Debo. We're not going to need Mr. Blocking tight end and George Kittle anymore. We're going to need that guy who set an NFL record for receiving. Okay? That's the guy we're going to need. Just telling you guys what I think. My thoughts. Just my
0: thoughts. No thoughts that belong to anybody else. You cannot convince me. You cannot convince me that the draft drafted players that we picked pretty high. Look at the first round. Look at the second round. Look at the third round. What'd they do this year? What did they do? Hmm? Just tell me. Tell me what they did. Trey Lance, number three overall. Nowhere to be seen. Don't label him a bust. Aaron Banks, number 48 overall. Nowhere to be seen are going to label him a bus. Trey Sermon, number 88 overall. Three picks inside the top 100. None of them did shit for the 49ers this year.
3: And people are ready to throw in the towel on these guys. You guys don't think the Niners had a plan for these guys? You guys think the same team that goes out and drafts phenomenally well in the fifth round doesn't know what they're doing in the top rounds? You really think that? I don't. I don't. I think they're smarter than all of us. Every single one of you guys in the chat, except for those of you who work for the 49ers who I know are watching. Every single one of you guys in the chat watching this video right now, they're smarter than us. They get paid to do this. And I don't think they wasted the number three overall pick. I don't think they wasted the 48 overall pick. And I don't think they wasted the 88th overall pick. It's time. They are building around Trey Lance. They said, we're going to give Jimmy a shot
0: with what he's familiar with. It's the same-ass offensive line. Those same old wide receivers.
3: Think Think about preseason for a second. Think about preseason last week. I mean, last season. They talked about Trent Shurfield catching all these deep passes, not just from Trey, but from both quarterbacks.
0: Trent Shurfield vanished. Where'd he go? He forget how to run routes. Remember they had him on
3: talking about how this guy had his wife calling plays. Y'all remember that? It was a whole it was a hoopla of 49ers Twitter. Every podcaster was talking about it. Trent Shurfield may be wide receiver
0: one. Got him off the trash heap from the Cardinals. Trey Lance created this aura around this young man. It was incredible. What a time to be alive if your name was Trent Shurfield. Where'd he go? What'd he do? Switch quarterbacks. And I think the Niners look very,
3: very different. Once Trey gets under the center, not a knock on Jimmy, not a knock on Kyle, not a knock on any other player. I think the offensive mindset changes. That's my point. I've been going on long enough, guys. We're over an hour and a half. Listen, I love you guys. Thank you all for rocking with us tonight. Here are my final thoughts. Here are my take-home points for tonight's episode, okay? This is what's the word? Hummingbird. Okay. Uh-oh.
0: I don't like that little thing down in that corner. Let me get that off. Bom. All right, it's going. One,
3: do not be mad if D. Ford returns. The Niners have invested a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of resources into this man getting better. This is the year of the most cap relief we get on his entire contract. Do not be upset. If you guys see D Ford return to the San Francisco 49ers this year, okay? Be patient, guys. Be patient. And I can promise you this D Ford will not alter the 49ers' plan at Edge. Whether he's healthy and here or injured and not here, none of that's going to make a difference. If they planned on ch- uh, drafting a player on Edge in the second round, they're going to do it anyway. That's point number one. Point number two, the 49ers are not, I repeat, the 49ers are not trading to acquire another quarterback to play over Trey Lance. Give it up. Let it go. And if anybody tells you any different, just mute them. Block them. Unfollow. Whatever it is. Do not waste your time with anybody. I don't care if it's Matt Mayoka. I don't care if it's Matt Burroughs. Do not waste your time with anybody who tries to tell you that the 49ers could possibly
0: trade for another quarterback to play over Trey Lance in the 2022 season. Third, despite how you may feel, despite what you have
3: seen over the last three or four seasons, Jimmy Garoppolo has the best trade value of any
0: tradable quarterback this entire offseason. Don't let anybody tell you any different. Trade
3: value is not determined by statistics. It is not determined by how good or bad a player is. It's what they bring to you, what it will cost you to acquire them, and what your other options are in the field. And I can tell you that when you tally all of that, Jimmy Garoppolo presents the best trade value of any other
0: quarterback that is tradable this offseason. And last but certainly not least, Super Bowl odds for 2022.
3: Word is spreading around the NFL. They're talking about how many free agents the 49ers have. Talking about Jimmy Garoppolo not, let me say it again, they're talking about Jimmy Garoppolo
0: not returning and Trey Lance being the starter. And the 49ers went from seventh
3: in odds to win the Super Bowl to being tied for fourth. I want you guys to let that set in. Not going to say anything else on it. I'm going to end the show right there. I appreciate you guys. Shout out to all of you guys in the chat. I have ignored the chat for a very, very long time. Basically since Breezy left. Scrolling up to see and make sure I didn't miss any contributions. I appreciate you guys, man. That's going to do it for us here tonight. Y'all have been phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal, man. Do yourselves a favor. Give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you all for watching, man. I truly appreciate you guys. I'm going to get out of here, man. Y'all know how we sign out. Y'all know what it is. Say it with me. Prepare for glory, anticipate pain, but always remain faithful. We out of here. One.
2: We all gas, no brakes. Niners. niners We nothing, nothing but Niners We nothing but Niners We nothing but We the number Niners, niners.